Welcome into this next episode of Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Handel. And in this episode, I will be previewing, along with the special guest, the Badgers versus Northwestern game in college football, which is today at uh, 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. And uh, it should be a good one between the Wisconsin Badgers and the Northwestern Wildcats. And... The Badgers are 10th in the nation, while the Wildcats are 19th in the nation. And I have special guest, Nate Van Handel, along with me. Nate, welcome into the show once again for another Badgers preview. It's good to be back, Adam. Excited about the game today. Um, You know, kind of the Badgers' biggest test so far this year. It'll be good to see them play another ranked team in in a game that really has uh, large implications as far as who's going to win the Big Ten West and who might go to Indianapolis for the Big Ten Championship. Yeah, so the Badgers are 2-0 as far as the record so far this year. They have won against Illinois and last weekend against Michigan. And they are second in the Big Ten West, while the Wildcats of Northwestern are 4-0 and in first place in the Big Ten West. So, a uh, pretty good battle between two Big Ten opponents. And even more importantly, adding on what you just said, uh, Nate, uh, as far as your uh, points, as far as the, the game goes and, and the big test for the Badgers, it'll be a test as far as two Big Ten West teams and a head-to-head matchup and whoever can win as far as tiebreakers later on in the season. If we hopefully get there, we're looking like we're going to get there, but we don't know what the COVID uncertainty is still, unfortunately. But I uh, could decide who wins the Big Ten West. And uh, both teams will probably, if they keep on their roll, be bowl, bowl teams. But they definitely want more than that as far as uh, for the Badgers. Uh, and more importantly, a shot at the Big Ten uh, title. And then looking at even further ahead to the college football playoff. So really uh, want to get your thoughts as far as just the – kind of Big Ten West look at, at the battle and how important this game is. This, this is a really important game because you've got the two uh, last undefeated teams in the West uh, playing against each other. Uh, a very, very good opportunity for both. If you look at the schedules for both teams remaining, um, you know, and no Saturday game is guaranteed um, in the Big Ten, but both teams have schedules that they're going to be favored in most of their games. Uh, moving forward. So this is a really, really um, a tipping point here in the Big Ten. You know, Wisconsin is a team that's always played really well against the majority of the Big Ten, except for Northwestern. Northwestern has always been a tough team for the Badgers. I read an article this week uh, describing Northwestern as becoming Wisconsin light, meaning the, the, the Wildcats do a lot of things that are very similar to Wisconsin. Um but they're not quite as consistent as the Badgers, and they're working on that consistency. You know, last year um, they weren't very good. They they won just three football games last year, and and um, you know they're thinking that that was that year was more of a a fluke year or a year that was um, a little bit of an outlier. You know, over the last twenty years, the Badgers are one and five in games played at Ryan Field down in Evanston. Um, the last win was in two thousand sixteen, a twenty one to seven win. Um, but other than that, they, they've really struggled against Northwestern and, you know, it's always a game that, that, that looks ugly on, on paper and it plays out ugly. And, 
Um, you know, hopefully Wisconsin can really get themselves off to a good start because if they win this football game, uh, they're in the inside track to, to win the Big Ten West. Yeah, definitely. And I think that's a great point. I did want to get to kind of the struggle, as you alluded to, at Ryan Field in Evanston, Illinois. And it always seems to be kind of a, a trouble spot for this Badger football team and the Badger football teams in recent memory as far as they've really had a tough time uh, there. But it's it's a game where they can probably, hopefully, if all goes right and they do everything they can uh, to win like they do every game, battle it out and hopefully exercise those demons uh, from Evanston, Illinois. And the Badgers opened a seven-point favorite. They're now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite, so they have risen uh, by a half point since the open uh, kind of spread uh, on the game that uh, was put out there. And it's kind of a game for the Badgers where they will look to continue their really good play, uh, especially offensively. They've done a really nice job uh, with Graham Mertz, the retro freshman quarterback for them. He's gotten off to a really nice start, and there's a lot of kind of hype going into the season as far as he's one of the best quarterbacks since Russell Wilson that they've had as with quarterback play and really kind of a breath of fresh air. No offense at all to the kind of the other quarterbacks that they've had, Alex Hornerbrook, other quarterbacks, they, they did their job and, and they were very effective. But uh, this is kind of a dynamic quarterback and a quarterback that can do a lot of things um, as far as a quarterback that was recruited by all the top schools with Ohio State and and Alabama and all, all these elite top-tier schools. And the Badgers are also an elite top-tier school, but maybe compared to like the Alabamas of the world, they're a little bit below them. So it was, it was good to see them uh, able to um, get the recruit in Mertz. And he's shown really well so far. And they've also gotten really good uh, play out of uh, fullback. Uh, uh, Mason Stocky uh, has done a nice job so far um, blocking. And then when he's gotten the ball in the red zone, uh, get, getting the carries and, and, and doing the fullback uh, plunge in for the touchdown. And then uh, Jalen Berger's uh, done a nice job, the the freshman running back. It seems like the Badgers continue to keep churning out running backs. I mean, they have Nakia Watson, who's a nice running back, uh, has done pretty well. But Berger is another uh, running back for them that's uh, coming up. And uh, even as a freshman, is mixing into uh, Paul Chris' rotation at running back. So uh, talk before we get into the kind of the nitty-gritty of, of the game here. Talk, Nate, about the running back. Uh, rotation and, and the nice surprise of, of Berger. And then also, um, once you're done talking about that, kind of jump into the Badgers defense, which the Badgers defense, I just saw uh, they are number one ranked defense in the nation. I mean, they continue to play a really good defense. Yeah, offensively, you know, last week with some of the COVID concerns, the Badgers were, the, were without two of their three running backs from the opener, they, they kind of went with a three-back rotation in the opener with Nakia Watson, Garrett Groshek, and Isaac Garendo. And Garrett Groshek and Isaac Garendo were not available last Saturday. So um, they turned to Jalen Berger, the true freshman. Very highly touted recruit, another running back for Wisconsin out of the state of New Jersey. Um, and he was fantastic. Uh, he had a touchdown. He ran for about 87 yards um, and really, really showed a lot of, you know, explosiveness and, and, and 
and was able to catch some passes out of the backfield. And, and was, it was really nice to watch him play and play at a high level in his first college game. Um, but, you know, they, they've got a really nice thing going at running back. It's kind of a different situation this year. Um, you know, for years it was Jonathan Taylor over the last three years. But before that, they kind of always had a guy that they would look to a lot. You know, Monty Ball, uh, John Clay, P.J. Hill, Brian Calhoun, to name a few, uh, all the way back to Ron Dane. But this year they're kind of going – with a little bit more of a running back by committee look early in the season, at least. And that's not to say that they won't feature one guy more than the other by the end of the season. But, um, you know, the nice mix of talent that they have at that position is really going to help them a lot. You know, if you limit the number of carries a guy gets, you keep each guy fresh and, um, you know, getting, you know, hopefully getting Groshek and Garendo back this week means that they'll have, you know, three, four guys in that rotation and really be able to keep guys fresh and utilize all their different skill sets. But the, the last point I want to make with the, the offense with, with uh, the running back situation is I think that Jalen Berger definitely deserves to get more snaps consistently now moving forward. You know, part of the reason he played a lot last week was because of the COVID concerns and the injury um, report and, and the lack of, or the, unavailability of Garrett Groshek and Isaac Garendo. But I think that he needs to be a guy that's a part of, um, this offense more permanently, without a doubt. And then, you know, you talked a little bit about the defense, and I'll just quickly talk about them. You know, in the Michigan game, they were dominant. Holy cow. Um, you know, just just aggressive, flying to the ball, uh, in the right spots, aligned very well. Uh, the Badgers are, are really good from a uh, front seven standpoint, but wow, are they good in the back end. You know, Scott Nelson was incredible on, on Saturday at Michigan. He was all over the field making plays. Um, their defensive line was great at the line of scrimmage. Michigan could not get anything going in the run game, and that's where those linebackers fly in, um, you know, with Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel. And, um, you know, this defense has been incredible so far. And it's a small sample size, but I just have a feeling watching them in two games that this is something that's going to be the norm. It has been for Jim Leonard for years, and I think this is a really special group. Yeah, uh, completely agree with you there. And, I just wanted to bring up a kind of a side note for both teams. And this kind of goes with every other successful college program, but I did want to mention that like both teams have had in the past where their coaches like Pat Fitzgerald for Northwestern, he's still at Northwestern, the head coach, and he looks to be there for many years, uh, it sounds like. But he was pursued by in the NFL a few years ago to maybe make the jump there. But it ultimately didn't work, and he's, he's very loyal to Northwestern, and, and that's awesome because he usually has a pretty good amount of success um, with, with running their program and maximizing enough uh, out of their talent that they have. And then Jim Leonard for the Badgers, he's always in the rumor mill as far as maybe making the jump to the NFL, getting recruited by other schools. And it just goes to show you how successful these teams are as far as their record coming into the game. They're both ranked within the top 25 in the college football rankings in the nation and uh just kind of goes to show you how well run college football programs can be and not only their success on the field but their success on the field also can kind of um generate interest uh, as far as other teams wanting uh kind of a a little slice of uh, of uh your your success in, in that so uh, before we get uh, to the talking points of the game, and again, like I mentioned, uh, that's kind of true for other programs too, but I did, did want to make uh, mention of that and kind of uh, throw a shout out to those 
uh, very successful coaches out there. So, Nate, what are your thoughts on that uh, kind of little uh, thing I brought up? And then um, we'll take a break, uh, audio break, and then we'll get into the game itself. You know, a lot of guys, real quick, um, a lot of guys in this game that are coaches that are at their alma maters. You look at Paul Chris, Joe Rudolph, and Jim Leonard, you know, Badgers, uh, head coach, offensive coordinator, defensive coordinator, all former Wisconsin football players. And then you look at Pat Fitzgerald at Northwestern, former Northwestern football player. Um, you've got guys that know their programs inside and out. They've been a part of their program as a player. They've been a part of their program as a coach. Guys that really, you know, really represent everything that each program is. And that's really special when you get um, guys to come back and do that. It elevates a program. It's a really helpful uh, recruiting tool. And it's really special for these guys. And you can tell that Paul Christ, Jim Leonard, Joe Rudolph, Pat Fitzgerald all take so much pride in being coaches for their alma maters. And that's just, it's a really cool thing to see. Yeah, definitely. And it's one of those things where these, these programs are having their success and they have these coaches that are, have played, like you mentioned, for them and now they're coaching for them. And uh, they, they really know. Uh, their program and, and they want to keep uh, that success because if you're having a great amount of success, I mean, why, why would you want to leave? I know, I know sometimes in some cases a, a higher up team, maybe offer you more money and sometimes money talks, but a lot of times uh, these coaches just want to stay where they're at. They, they have a really good thing going and uh, it's, it, it's kind of uh, something where they just want to stay uh, with it and uh, be very comfortable with their success and continue continue to have that success. But I did want to uh, kind of mention that as kind of an aside to, to everything uh, going in with this uh, really prominent game. I, I think it's one of the better games on the college football slate uh, coming up on uh, today for uh, the, the game that they have uh, at 2.30 on ABC. But uh, coming up after this short audio break, uh, Nate and I will get into the nitty-gritty of the game uh, as far as the attack for the Badgers offense against Northwestern's defense and then the vice versa for the Badgers defense against Northwestern's offense. And then I uh, maybe mix in a little bit of the special teams uh, game. If, if we have any points that we want to talk about there, because sometimes that's always uh, important. Uh, and uh, we'll get to that after this short audio break. So stay tuned. Moving ahead and continuing on in another episode of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and we are continuing another Badger football preview, as this one is for the Northwestern game, which is today at 2.30 uh, on ABC, that's central time for the game. And we have kind of went over the overview of the game so far in the first segment, and now continuing on with our special guest, uh, Nate Van Handel, in this second segment, I want to get to the nitty-gritty of the game as far as breaking down the offense for the Badgers against Northwestern's defense and then vice versa, Badgers defense against Northwestern's offense. And then maybe if Nate has any uh, things he want to wants to touch on uh, special teams-wise, because uh, sometimes the special teams game gets kind of just in general or, overlooked uh, and, and it's kind of – it's not a flashy uh, type of area of football, but sometimes it, it's the difference between winning the game and losing the game. So – Without further ado, uh, Nate, I want to get your thoughts, and then I'll kind of uh, add in my thoughts after uh, you touch on what you want to touch on. 
Yeah, so let's start with the Badgers' defense against Northwestern's offense. Northwestern, in game one against Maryland, put up 43 points. But since then, uh, they have won three games very, very close, and they've been lower-scoring games. They beat Iowa 21-20, to Nebraska 21-13, to and Purdue 27-20 to last weekend. They're led by grad transfer quarterback Peyton Ramsey. He was formerly at Indiana in the Big Ten. Uh, he's 73 of 100, excuse me, 73 of 111 this year for 723 yards and six passing touchdowns. He has four interceptions as well. In the run game, they're going to lean on Drake Anderson, who's carried the ball 43 times for 198 yards, uh, 4.6 yards per carry, and a couple touchdowns. And Isaiah Bowser, who's carried it 61 times for 182 yards, a 3.0 yards per carry average, and then one touchdown. Uh, the key here that I want to emphasize is Northwestern has not run the ball particularly well in their four games. They are 4-0, and you can't overlook that. They've won four games, uh, but only running the football for 3.6 yards per carry, and that's something that Northwestern typically wants to hang their hat on. They want to be able to run the ball, and they want to be able to run it effectively, and 3.6 yards per carry is not particularly high. In the past game, their leading receiver is Ramad Chokio Bowman, and he's caught 18 passes for 195 yards and three touchdowns, uh, averaging 10.8 yards per catch, okay? He's definitely a threat in the pass game and a guy that the Badgers really need to keep an eye on. Um, You know, three touchdowns in four games, that's almost a touchdown per game, and 10.8 yards per catch is, uh, you know, pretty substantial. So they got to make sure that they watch out for him. As far as the Badgers' defense and some of the keys, they got to make sure that they um, be aggressive, you know, keep up those kind of struggles for Northwestern in the run game by really handling the line of scrimmage like they have in the first two games, really allowing that defensive line to stalemate and even get into the backfield and then allowing the linebackers to fly around um, and really make things tough on first and second down for Northwestern. Northwestern wants to stay ahead of the chains. They want to be in third and three, two or ones, and the Badgers need to try to keep them into third and seven, eight, and nine, um, and that'll really, really help the Badgers uh, in stopping Northwestern. Okay. That, that, that's going to be a really, really big key. Um, and then being aggressive with the pass rush and making Peyton Ramsey uncomfortable back there. The Badgers secondary is great. As I talked about earlier. And if you put pressure on Ramsey, uh, he may throw some passes that aren't necessarily ones he wants to throw. So that's my little overview of, uh, Wisconsin's defense going against the Northwestern offense. Yeah, I think that uh, you made some really good points there. And I definitely specifically want to talk about just how the defense for the Badgers plays off the offense. I mean, last week we saw it against Michigan. They really were flying around and everything after the Badgers got their uh, lead and uh, really were helping out uh, the offense with getting some good play there and uh, really turning the uh, ball over as far as getting the stops and having uh, Michigan have to punt and uh, get, getting the Badgers uh, kind of the ball in a nice uh, area of the field where, where they can really operate uh, really effectively. And uh, really for any offense, uh, specifically talking with the Badgers, they've been able to operate no matter if it's a short field or a long field. And I think that just is one of the many things that kind of separates the really good teams from the really great teams in, in college football and just any football you talk about. Uh, if the team is able to work a long drive and, and kind of 
have that methodical drive and, and really work some time off the clock and score touchdowns uh, more so than field goals, then you can really see uh, the many talents of, of a team. And I think the Badgers so far against Illinois and against Michigan have done a nice job of that. Hopefully they can continue it. And as we mentioned, as Nate mentioned, their biggest test so far uh, of the year because uh, they faced Illinois earlier this year. And Illinois, I mean, they're a, they're a I guess you could say a, a okay football team uh, as far as that goes. Uh, and they have had some success recently for Lovey Smith, but it was a game that a lot of people thought that they were going to win. It was in Madison. I know that there wasn't any fans, but uh, it was still uh, good to see the Badgers get the win. And then Michigan's kind of in a they're, – they're kind of a mess. I mean, there's no other way to put it. I mean, Jim Harbaugh has had his struggles against really good teams uh, as far as he wins against kind of okay opponents, but they're thought of as lesser opponents. And then when the, the really big ranked team comes uh, – against him he, he kind of struggles so that that's continued um and it was at michigan and they were able to get the job done uh, in a convincing fashion at the fanless big house so i think that hopefully they can uh, carry all this momentum in against uh, northwestern and their defense uh really can uh fly around and uh hopefully uh force peyton ramsey uh into some trouble because we talked about it on the michigan podcast as far as joe milton and how they need to make him uh, under duress and make him do some things out of his comfort zone. And they were able to do that. So you're talking about Peyton Ramsey and how they need to attack him. And the same thing can be said for their kind of attack against him. And I mean, that's kind of true for any game. I mean, you want to take away what the other team does best, but it really just kind of emphasizes that the fact that the Badgers uh, on defense will uh, want to continue to play well and continue their uh, really good uh, level of play on that end of the, uh, football field and Jim Leonard has done a nice job uh, kind of dialing things up and setting his defense up for success and then the defense is is, is really went after um, the, the the opposing offense and, and had a really good level of success and this will be the toughest test for them uh, going against a really good uh, team ranked team in, in Northwestern so hopefully they can continue on with a really good play defensively and uh, getting that push up front with Isaiah Laudemilk, uh to name a, a few other defensive line uh, players that really uh, do well, and then Nelson in the in the secondary, among others. And then also, I think uh, I saw Rashad Wild Goose will be back for this game on their secondary, uh, probably their top corner. So that'll uh, really help as far as that goes. And then the, their linebacking core is always really uh, solid and stout. So turning uh, things over to Nate uh, and getting his thoughts on the Badgers' offensive attack against the Northwestern defense. So what do you think there? Yeah, you know, the Badgers offense, you talked about how they're playing off of their defense really, really well and helping the defense. You know, the key for the Badgers offense is, um, and I'll talk about this in keys to win, is starting fast, okay? Northwestern has been a place, especially, you know, a team that the Badgers have struggled against over the years, but especially at Ryan Field, it feels like every time they go down there, they start slow and they start sluggish and they don't start crisp and, you know, they go three and out a couple times, and then all of a sudden you realize that you're really in for a battle. So to start fast, to really, really establish the run game early and make Northwestern, you know, uncomfortable and put them back on their heels. You know, you look at what the Badgers want to do offensively with running the ball. Um, you know, Northwestern is a really, really good front seven. They're experienced. 
Um, their defensive line's good. Their linebackers are really, really good. So it's really a strength on a strength, okay? The Badgers' offense was able to operate very, very well last week despite missing some guys. You know, they were missing Josh Seltzer on the offensive line, and um, they had to slide Tyler Beach into to right tackle, and they moved um, John Dietzen uh, to go, you know, over to the other side at guard and then moved Logan Bruss in, um, inside as well. And they were able to make it work really, really well. So again, running the ball and establishing it, setting up Graham Mertz in the play action pass game, um, is going to be huge. Jake Ferguson has been a great target for him this year. Um, look for that to continue. You know, the thing I loved about the Badgers offense against Michigan is they really, really got going with the the jet sweep and reverse game. They were doing a really nice job of that. Danny Davis carried the ball seven times. Chimere DK had a nice play on a reverse. Um, they really made that an emphasis too. And I, I think that's something that'll get mixed in. Maybe not quite as much this week, but um, you know, definitely look for that. And and then utilizing the fullbacks, you know, utilizing Stocky and Chanel at fullback, utilizing Hayden Rucci at tight end as well. You know, the Badgers have so many talented playmakers, whether it's at running back on the outside. Uh, you know, or at tight end or, you know, at fullback, you know, they, they, they're really, really good at, you know, experienced at all four positions, um, you know, at running back wide receiver, tight end and fullback. So it's looking for them to really mix it up and get Graham Mertz comfortable. Um, Graham Mertz last week was coming off of a, a long break uh, because of the, his positive COVID test. And, you know, people kind of talked about how maybe he was a little bit rusty and, um, you know, they didn't need him to be spectacular last week at Michigan. And I, I think he's going to settle himself in with a regular week of prep and, um, you know, look for him to be really, really sharp on Saturday. Yeah, I think that uh, the Badgers are obviously a really re- good ranked uh, college football team. And that just, again, is one of the many things that kind of separates uh, those teams from being ranked and not ranked. And the the ranked teams usually have uh, – more so, a little bit more than the than the non-ranked teams. The the ability to to beat you from different areas on the field, and I mean, some teams have just a few players on offense that that can really legitimately kind of do do some damage as far as that goes. But the Badgers, I mean, you mentioned all their fullbacks that they got, and they're really solid fullbacks. And the Badgers are one of the few teams in football nowadays with all the, I, I mean the with all the running backs, the wide receivers, the tight ends, the the fullbacks have kind of a little bit been phased out of the game, and and it's kind of a little bit more old school of an, of, of an approach, uh, and they're they're not used as much uh, aside from their blocking. So, and then they have all those running backs that rotate in, and they're not only running backs that that rotate in, but they're very effective running backs as far as that goes. And then, additionally, the tight ends and the receivers. And they just have all these players that they're churning out that come up. And uh, Paul Christ and his staff and everybody for the Badgers are recruiting. And they're able to get these players uh, to come to Wisconsin. It's really uh, continued uh, awesomeness as far as that goes for, for the Badgers. And uh, re- really something to be said. In, in addition to the, the point in, uh, that, that I kind of made earlier in this episode of my podcast about the, the generating interest for the, the coaches uh, for these two staffs, uh, it's really another thing that kind of uh, puts uh, teams uh, that are this good in the position that they are as far as uh, attacking you from, from different areas of the field and uh, b- being able to do that at a high level. So, Nate, I did want to uh, talk about the 
keys to win. And we will uh, come back with that uh, after this short audio break. And then after that, we will get right into our predictions as we round out another episode of my podcast for Big A Sports Show. I'm your host, Adam Van Andel. Moving ahead in another edition of Big A Sports Show, I'm your host, Adam Van Handel, and closing out another episode with a special guest for this Badgers preview, another Badgers preview where special guest Nate Van Handel is along with me. And we've went over an overview of the game, talked about the nitty-gritty offense-defense matchups uh, for both teams between the Badgers and Northwestern. Again, it's at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC uh, today, and uh, it's between two ranked opponents. Uh, within the top 25 of college football, undefeated. And uh, the Northwestern Wildcats are, so far, they are at first place in the Big Ten West, and the Badgers are at second place. So a a key matchup as far as head-to-head goes, as as far as uh, looking ahead to to that end of the season. If we are fortunate enough to get there, we are looking like it. But we don't know with COVID. Hopefully um, things get better there as, as soon as possible. And uh, we, we are able to see uh, things through as far as the, the season uh, goes, uh, as far as closing it out. And then the Badgers, again, opened a seven-point favorite. They're now a seven-and-a-half-point favorite. So the keys to the game, I will turn it over to you, Nate, with your keys to this game between the Badgers and the Wildcats. Yeah, I'll give you three keys to win, uh, three things that I think the Badgers need to do and, and will significantly help them in going down to Evanston and getting a huge win. Uh, Number one, shut down the run game. Northwestern wants to run the football. I know that they haven't been super successful with it this year. Uh, You know, again, averaging just 3.6 yards per carry, but they're going to want to establish the run game. They're going to want to make things easier on Peyton Ramsey by getting the run game going. So really shut that down from the start. Be physical at the line of scrimmage. Allow the linebackers to fly in there. Allow, you know, uh, Jack Sanborn and Leo Chanel to – the ability to fly in there and make plays, um, you know, that's a big one. Number two, start fast and establish the run on offense, okay? Really get those running backs going. Nakia Watson, Garrett Groshek, uh, Jalen Berger, Isaac Garendo, um, however they choose to go about things and who gets the snaps. Um, for those guys, really establish the run and be sharp. Start fast. Now, for me, I think Northwestern's going to really, really – make it a point to, to load the box up and make things tough um, for the Badgers to run the football. So look for Danny Davis and Kendrick Pryor um, and Chimere DK to be really, really important early. I wouldn't be surprised if the Badgers don't throw the ball a little bit or get it on the outside a little bit early to try to soften things up for the run game. They might try to throw initially to soften up things so that that way the run game can be more effective. Um, and then finally, be sharp in special teams. The Badgers have struggled against Northwestern, particularly down at Ryan Field, and we've talked about this over the recent, um, over the last 20 years. They've really struggled down there. And a special team's play can change a game, and if they're in a battle with Northwestern like they've been in at Ryan Field over the last you know, five, six times down there, um, a special team's play could change the game. So be sharp, whether it's snapping the football, handling the football, you know, punting, kicking, Uh, catching the ball in uh, punt return and kick return situations. Being sharp in the the special teams department is going to be really, really important. So, again, shutting down the Northwestern run and making Peyton Ramsey have to throw the ball a lot and make him uncomfortable with that pass rush. Starting fast and establishing the run, maybe throwing the ball a little bit early. Um, 
to try to set up the run and then being sharp in the special teams department are, are my three keys to victory for the Badgers on uh, today. Yeah, I think uh, looking at it from an offensive perspective for my keys, I think that uh, you need to get Graham Mertz kind of in a, in a good mindset, and he's always been in a good mindset so far this year uh, for the quarterback position for the Badgers and uh, being able to uh, kind of get him in, in, into some good uh, throwing uh, situations and uh, making some nice manageable, manageable throws. Uh, and he's been one of the quarterbacks as far as as elite arm talent and uh, one of the better quarterbacks the Badgers have had at, at quarterback as far as just being elite and everything. So he can uh, do with his legs and do with his arm, and I think that he'll be able to do that again very effectively against uh, Northwestern and uh, be able to um, – hopefully get the Badgers to win, which we'll get to predictions in a second as far as who we think is going to win. And then defensively, just keep flying around, keep making it tough for Peyton Ramsey. And uh, Peyton Ramsey being uh, formerly of Indiana, um, the transfer now at Northwestern, uh, he's been against the Badgers, and the Badgers have a lot of tape on him and a lot of uh, different things that they, they know about him so that they can kind of have a, a good game plan uh, for going against him and, and make things as hard as possible against him. And then just uh, being uh, really stout in the – in the special teams game and not having any ears there and making all your extra points, not missing any extra points, being able to make uh, manageable field goals uh, for, for college kickers and um, just be not having any errors there. And, and I think the Badgers uh, should be well on their way to another victory. So I do want to turn it over to Nate and then I'll get my prediction for this game between the Badgers and the Wildcats. You know, I think that it's going to be a really, really tough battle um, like it has been for years against Northwestern. I think it's going to be a lower-scoring football game. Earlier in the week, it looked like there was going to be rain for this game. Fortunately, there will not be. Temperature's going to be right about around 40, and it's going to be overcast. Um, and I think the Badgers are going to have some success. I think it's going to be an up-and-down kind of game, but you know, I see them winning a battle. I think Northwestern's going to really struggle against this Wisconsin defense. I think they're going to struggle to move the football. I think they're going to struggle to score. Um, and that's where the special teams game comes uh, in really big because if the Badgers surrender a special teams touchdown or a big special teams play, that's something that could keep Northwestern right in the game and give them the ability to score on a short field. Um, so if they, um, you know, do some of those really key things, I think they're going to be fine. I don't think they're going to um, be scored upon a whole lot because this defense has been so dominant. So I see Wisconsin winning this football game 24 to 10. Um, again, I think Graham Mertz and, and, the offense are going to make enough plays in the past game. I think the running backs with Nakia Watson, Jalen Berger, you know, Garrett Groshek, and Isaac Arendo are going to make a lot of plays. And I just I see this game going very well for the Badgers. I think they're on a mission right now. They've just got a, a really different uh, you know feel to them right now, and I think they're really really focused. And I, I look forward to watching them play and and you know, hopefully getting a win. Yeah, I think uh, kind of going along the lines of your prediction, I think that the Badgers are going to win. I'll say uh, ballpark score, I think uh, probably somewhere around 27 to, to 17, uh, 27, 13, um, anywhere in there. Uh, just to make a score prediction, a, a solid score prediction, I'll just say 27 to 17. And uh, the, the Badgers will be well on their way to another victory and uh, continuing their unbeaten season. But this, again, will be a tough game and these predictions as any prediction for my podcast uh, and for anybody who other than me or anybody else who makes a prediction, it's a lot of times it's, it's an unbiased prediction. And obviously we're, we're 
Badger fans, but we also try and put the fandom aside and uh, look at it from a critical approach and uh, really kind of see who's really going to win the, the game, uh, wh- whatever game it may be. So I think that's a, a good prediction uh, for you and I, Nate. And I thank you for being on another preview uh, with me for the Badgers. And hopefully they can get another uh, W. So any final thoughts before I wrap up? Just be sharp and 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 do what they've been doing. And I think the Badgers are going to do it really well on Saturday. Um, I'm excited to watch this game and uh, looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. As I mentioned before, this will be one of the uh, games on the slate for college football between two really uh, ranked teams. And always college football slates are really good for uh, games. But uh, it'll be one of the really solid uh, kind of high-level uh, ball games. And it's at a time slot where it's – Definitely uh, shows that at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. So that is a wrap for our preview for the Badgers versus Northwestern game, which is, again, today at 2.30 p.m. Central Time on ABC. And thank you all for listening to another episode of my podcast for Big A's Sports Show. And you can get it anywhere you get your podcasts. And if you haven't subscribed already, you can, and that way you get alerts. But if you want to keep doing it the way you've been doing it, that's great. And uh, I'm always looking for as many consistent listeners as possible. All the listening support has been great, and I look forward to get even better. And thank you all, and hopefully the Badgers can get it done against Northwestern. And have a great rest of your day and weekend. Thank you. Thank you.